Push a P. Yeah, push a P. Turn me up. Turn me up, P. In the paddock in my piece, I'm pushing peace. Cop new hammers for my piece. We don't want no peace. Got a spot across the spot, just for peace. Drop the data, now we planning. Exotic peace. She not a lesbian for peace. She turned lesbian. Push peace. All right. What's up, everyone? Uh, my name is Eric Perry. I'm Sierra Perry. And welcome to the Uncensored Entrepreneur for Couples with Eric and Sierra. And what we are, what we're about, uh, our mission, what the show's about really is um, we we focus on helping other entrepreneurs uh, who are in a relationship um, or wanting to be in a relationship. There's various uh, degrees of people that we help, but um, our, our main focus is we really just help um, other people, whether they're in business together, whether individually, uh, one of them, both of them, doesn't matter, um, but they're in a relationship um, and how to navigate through their life. Um, we use our shit show and the things that we've gone through in our shit show to try to lessen the negative impacts in your shit show. So that is uh, who we are. That's what we do. Um, and um, yeah, so there's various different topics uh, involved in that. Uh, that you go on uh, as you as you navigate through your life and try to try to figure all that stuff out, um, and um, so we do our best, really, just talking about some of the issues that we've gone through, um, you know, a lot of the the, the problems, um, how you know what we've done to get past them, um, to overcome them, um, and to continue to you know make sure that we're not basically sacrificing our marriage as a result of owning a business. Um, and the struggles we still deal with on a daily yeah, basis. Absolutely, struggles we still deal with. We're not we're not perfect. Um, we just basically talk about the things that we have figured out, and uh, and sometimes we haven't figured it out because we go back to it. But just things that we've done, um, we just kind of talk about our lives and, and what works for us, uh, in hopes that you know if 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 you find something that you can relate to, um, that might uh, improve your life and improve your relationship as an entrepreneur. Um, then, you know, fantastic. We don't, we don't plug the show or anything like that. And so, you know, if, if you find something that you relate to, or if you know a friend or family or anything like that, that, that you feel might relate to some of the topics that we talk about and could benefit from, from hearing us, uh, let them know where to find us. Um, obviously all of our full length episodes, uh, via video are on our YouTube channel, um, the uncensored entrepreneur. And, uh, you can also find, our podcasts on Apple Music and or Apple Podcasts rather and Spotify. So that being said, um, here we are. Um, gosh, uh, lots of things to talk about, um, you know, and, and that's probably our biggest struggle is trying to find, you know, one particular topic to talk about because obviously the smaller bites the better um, in her, in terms of helping. But it's one of those things that you know you get so fired up, you get so passionate about. Um, because you realize, um, you know, man, relationships are already hard. And then you throw in all of the stress involved in being an entrepreneur and all of the problems that come with that or that potentially come with that. And it just makes it a million times harder. And so, you know, it, it makes you want to kind of go over everything all at once yeah, to try to help so much you know, other to people. Share. So, um, but, uh, 
Yeah. So there's there's a few different things that we can talk about, um, and we love hearing your questions too. Um, you know, one of these days when we get fancy enough to where you know we grow an audience and we can get uh, people uh, to call in with some questions, um, that that'll come a time. But for now. You know, if you have any uh, questions or topics or something that you are dealing with in your own personal life that you want to, you know, hear our story about and, um, you know, for us to talk about, you can always email your questions uh, over to uh, questions at uncensored.com. Or if you Uh, just have any random questions for us, um, things you're curious about us that we've, that you've never um, heard us talk about if you just have a, a question we'll, yeah. we'll we're open books yeah so you can always just shoot your questions over um again that was questions at uncensored.com so um that being said uh a couple of things i want to talk about I, I think first and foremost um i think it's important to talk about talk about us you know our history who we are um you know kind of what, what our background as far as relationship and as far as um, our professional background and things like that. So, um, kind of the story of, of how we met, where we are, you know, how we got to where we are today. Um, and, uh, and, and that quick thing here. So, um, Sierra, do you want to talk about where we met? Yeah. Um, we met in high school. Um, I was new to Arizona from California and were we like your typical fairy tale cliche, no. Met, met in high school, got married, and fell in love. No, 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 far from it. Um, we actually didn't date in high school. We met in high school. Um, we had both been in other relationships, so um, we never explored that side of our friendship. Um, I wanted I, to, though. Yeah. She was cute. Well, that's what I was about to say. We, we liked each other. We both knew that we liked each other. The timing wasn't right, though. And I think about that sometimes, that if... What if we had like tried to date in high school? Like I don't think that yeah, I, I don't was, think it would have worked out. It I was largely <laughs> a dumbass in high school, so I definitely would have fucked that up. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that it worked Much out. Much more than I have too. already. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So, yeah, we were we were friends in high school, and then um, I had ended up leaving that school, going to a different school, um, a couple years later. So, um. We lost touch for a few years. He got married. He had um, his oldest kids. daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our two kids, yeah. Um, and then we just reconnected on Facebook one day because I needed a cell phone. My cell phone broke. I posted, does anyone have a cell phone I can use? And he had the phone. <laughs> I was one of, I'm one of those weird guys uh, where all of my old cell phones, doesn't matter not anymore, I don't think. My kids play, kind of play with some of them, but um, it doesn't matter if it's broken or not. All of my old cell phones, I was weird, and I'd put them in a drawer, and I'd keep them thinking like they had some kind of value, whether sentimental Worked or whatever. Worked out for me. <laughs> yeah, so she just, I saw this post, and, um, you know, I was I was in, in the middle of separating with, um, you know, my wife, and um, I just remember thinking, like, man, I remember she was cute. And so I was like, hey, I got a cell phone. And... <laughs> I showed up and saved the day, you know, and, and then... The rest is history. It pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty much all over from there. Um, we started talking every day. Um, you know, then then we started hanging out, and, um, you know, I, we, we obviously, when the divorce was finalized, you know, that's, you know, we started, um, you know, dating 
and and you know started living together and yeah three kids with her later and 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 you know we have full custody of my other two kids and so family seven so five kids um so <laughs> talking about stress so if you have you know you, you own a business you you're in a relationship you know all those things are independently hard you have a bunch of kids um you know, you're you're young, and if you're watching the video, I know I I don't look a day younger than 68 years old, um, <laughs> because of my gray. These are the kids, by the way. You'd think it's the yeah. business, maybe a little of both, but mainly the kids. Um, you know, we're relatively young. You know, parents for five, um, five kids. So, yeah, I was um, I was 21 when we started. Well, I had just turned 21 when we started dating. So mm -hmm. I was, I took on the role of stepmom at 21, yeah. which was obviously something that I never like planned on doing, but mm -hmm. um, I never questioned it. I never um, doubted my choice. Um, I just jumped right in and started playing the role of stepmom. And <laughs> See, gentlemen, when you're so hugely attractive, it doesn't matter what kind of baggage you come with. She's just going to deal with it no matter what um, because she wants you. So, um, absolutely, definitely. I have the personality that kills. Um, you know, but at the time, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because at the time, I, I must have looked okay because, you know, at the time I was like dead broke. Um, you know, definitely not a scholar in school. Um, and, and, you know, now, I mean, now the looks are out the window. <laughs> so, I, to be honest, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe she's, like, half blind, and I just don't realize it. Um, she is blind, though. I've tried on her glasses. She's very blind. Um, but so maybe that's what I got going for me. So you just got to find, you know, if you're having trouble, um, you know, just go to go to VisionWorks and, and post up, you know. And, and the ladies that are coming through, once you see them leaving, you know, if they got those, the, those the Coke glasses. bottles, that's when you're like, yo. You know, what's up, girl? Or after they've had their eyes dilated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. You'll win them for sure. They'll look at you like you're, you're Prince Charming. Um, you know, and you can be Shrek, like me. But anyway, um, yeah. So, so that's how we met. Um, as far as a professional relationship, you know, I didn't, I didn't own a business, and I met her. I mean, like I said, it was in high school, so she kind of followed my, my delinquency. Um, all the way up and through, you know, whenever we started dating, um, I, you know, however I conned her into doing that. And then, um, you know, had some kids, got married, um, that sort of thing. And the marriage took quite a while to happen. <laughs> yeah, it did. We'll throw that in there for the people that don't know. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my last engagement was a very long time. Um, and, and the marriage was very short. So needless to say, I wasn't, I wasn't extraordinarily eager to, to do the whole thing again. Mm -hmm. Um, we but were, what was it? We were together for I don't know, six eight years. Yeah, something and, like that. Yeah, around seven years, I think, yeah. before the proposal happened. So that's better. But my ex-wife. Yeah, it was an epic. We proposal. were together for ten years. Me and my ex-wife, or before me and my ex-wife before I proposed. So, um, or rather, including the engagement, I guess I don't know. Yeah, we were engaged for like a million years, <coughs> but um, anyway. So, well, I was just going to say, um, sorry for interrupting you again, but I don't think we've talked about like how long we've been married and stuff, how long we've been together. Yeah. Um, so we've been together for 12 years, married for five of it. 
Yeah, there so, you go. So that's the experience we've so, got. <laughs> I'm get a pen and write that down. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, five years. I mean, we haven't been married 25 years, but, you know, five years, I think in this day and age, I mean, that's a pretty good feat. Um, you know, and, and especially dealing with all the, the stuff that, you know, the world today kind of throws at you. Yeah, and we've been through a lot. Absolutely. Um, a lot. Absolutely. So, um, which leads to our professional career. So, um, you know, I've been a roofer my whole life. Um, you know, I started at the bottom swinging a hammer as a labor, um, you know, all the way up to where I am now. And in my professional career, I think when we met, when we started dating, I was still an installer. Yep. And, gosh, so... Um, started from the bottom. Yeah. So I was still an installer and I came out of, you know, an accident where I, I broke my leg. So I was a little bit slower. Um, I was doing some side jobs. I remember having her like, I mean, I was broke. I couldn't afford water. I'm a roofer in Arizona doing a side job on a roof, a whole, a whole roof. And I'm like texting her, calling her like, Hey, can, can, you know, you and your mom, like, you know, we're young. Can you like swing by and bring me some water? And they brought me a gallon of water. I thought I was going to die. I'll never forget that house. Um, but anyway, so I, I was an installer. Um, partially, actually, why I got fired uh, from from the job that I installed at is because I, I, I wouldn't That's get off the I was phone. That's a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, constantly on the phone. Texting um, also. Yeah, and, like, I had a Bluetooth and everything. Um, but I was just always on the phone, and apparently it became, like, noticeable. I mean, I, I still got my stuff done. But, um, you know, the, 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 I don't know, maybe some people in there had, had it out for me or something like that. And so I didn't they, know this until years later that I was the reason. Yeah. I so I got fired <laughs> um, because I was on my phone so much. Um, really, like the company I was with was like slow. You know, they, they, they bought into, you know, the, the feast or famine of the industry and that sort of thing. And so they, they, they were slow. It was a slow time and it was just an excuse to, to lay off a kid. So, um, so that happened. Um, best thing ever really, um, put me at home, uh, kind of realized there wasn't really much else I, I knew how to do or wanted to do other than be a roofer, um, for some dumb reason. And so I, um, I just kept looking around and then, and then I started, you know, I was, I was a salesman and I had never sold before, but I knew a lot about roofing. And so, um, I did that, uh, went from there to, uh, working, you know, running division for somebody and kind of the point is that she, she met me at a time where I was, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole, so to speak. Um, I, I suppose at that time I was, you know, like a journeyman or something. I, I worked my way up the ladder as far as an install, but I was still an installer and then going on to, you know, owning, owning my own business. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's something to say about, you know, entrepreneurs, like, for example, if you're in the audience and you're not an entrepreneur, but you want to be, um, you know, there's, there's, first of all, like, if there's something you're good at and, and you can, you have the drive and the passion and you want to, you want to fire it up and go do it, you know, do it, go do it. Um, you know, don't be afraid of, of taking that step and trying, um, because instead, you know, you'll regret, you'll always question like, man, like, what if I would have made it? Like, what would life have been like had it worked? So you have to try it. Um, but that being said, you know, I never would have guessed being an entrepreneur had so many levels of stress. 
you know, before this business, I owned another roofing company and I had a partner. Um, and, and even then, like I ran the whole thing, like I, I did everything, everything. Um, but even then just having a couple of people handle a few aspects of it really, um, showed me that, that, you know, doing, being a solopreneur, um, man, that's a lot of stress. That's crazy. And so anyway, so we, we started it together in the middle of a freaking pandemic, you know, um, I had this great idea like, Hey, um, you know, this job where I have like security, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to quit and I'm going to start my own thing. And fortunately I've been, you know, doing it in the industry as long as I have, but, but that being said, you know, that brings on a lot of stress and, and, you know, where Sierra's professional career is a lot different than mine. Um, I've got a whole 12 years of being a stay-at-home mom under my belt. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's had some jobs, um, you know, but... and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but I, I had... Um, I had it in my head because of how I was raised, you know, that, that the cliche, you know, I'm the man, I'm going to go work. Um, and she was cool with that. Um, you know, she wanted to, she wanted to, you know, raise the babies. Yeah. So, so that being said, um, you know, that's the story of kind of how we met in our, our professional career and, um, you know, how we got to where we are today. So the, with that comes a lot of stress. And, and one of the biggest things I think that, that we've probably, I don't know about argued about, but I'm sure, yeah, argued about, um, talked about, um, one of the biggest stressors from my perspective is, is owning the business. Um, because you know, if, if, if you don't know, if you didn't catch the, the last episode, you know, Sierra, Sierra's involvement in the company is really what she wants it to be, which is, um, minimal. Um, and, uh, I had this expectation that she was going to be like 50, 50 and she was going to, you know, go, go in balls deep and, and, you know, manhandle this thing into success with me. And, and she tried and, and, but you know, you're not happy when, when you're being forced to do something that you don't entirely love and doesn't make you happy. I mean, she had a lot of, a lot of regret not being there to, you know, take care of the kids, you know, and, 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 you know, be with them and spend time with them and, um, all the time and and whatnot that she had put into the company. And so it, uh, you know, for, for a while that happened. And so her involvement now is, is minimal which is how she likes it. Um, and if that's how she likes it, then that's how I like it. Um, you know, but, but one of the biggest things, one of the biggest stressors that we've had, um, I'd say that probably any entrepreneur has, especially starting out, um, is, is money, you know, money bills, um, you know, the misconception of, you know, what you have isn't actually what you have, (laughs) you know, and, and that's something I heard a long time ago and I tried to let it stick. And, um, you know, just navigating. I mean, it, it depends on, I suppose, really, it doesn't matter the size of your business, um, what you're doing for revenue, but you know, you have bills, right. And, um, when those bills are due, um, they're due and they're unforgiving. And I think a lot of times some of the, some of the things that we've done in our life, um, that are bad, um, that I've done are, uh, question every single transaction, that she would do that's that's personal you know if she went to the grocery store and spent 211 dollars and then i'd come home and see like a, you know a, a toy or something for the kids 
you know, I, I'd be like, what was this? You know, why, why are we spending this every time we go out? You know, and, and if we're like managing to try to pay bills and stuff like that, like, you know, that's one thing, but, um, you know, I'd see, I'd see something I wanted, you know, that wasn't business related, um, pair of shoes or something like that. And I'd get them and they cost more than whatever that toy cost. But whenever I'm going over the transactions, I'm like trying to come up with these bills because all of a sudden I get a bill for much more than what I have in the account. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I'm just looking for justification as to why we don't have it in the account. And I'm looking at my one transaction and then, but I'm questioning her for, you know, and uh, it took a while for me to realize, you know, obviously communication, budgets, you know, all that crap's important. I hate budgets, by the way. <laughs> My God, I hate them. I don't like doing them. Yeah. Um, I don't do them. I'm, I'm cautious, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. Um, it took a while, but, you know, and, and she would tell me all the time, like, well, you know, it's not like I went out and got a pair of shoes <laughs> or four, you know. I'm like, all right. Um, but it took a while for me to, I think, realize that she, uh, I, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to, you know, come come bill time, um, start arguing about money. You know, I, I want her to, as stupid as it is, I think, to get a, a child a toy every time you leave the house, um, like, I, I want her to be able to do that. I want my kids to be able to have that. I mean, obviously, you know, that's, that's a whole other parenting lesson or whatever. But um, so instead, you know, now I'm just like, well, how do I, what sacrifices do I have to make to make sure that, you know, she's able to do that? And we still, you know, sometimes I'll ask questions. You know, $67 at CVS. Like, how in the fuck do you spend $67 at CVS, right? There's no, like, medication. Like, how, how does that happen? Um, and so I'll just like ask her like, what the fuck was this? You know? And a lot of times it's like candy or a bunch of junk or some shit for her and the kids. Um, that's cause I like go in for, I intend to get one thing and then I look around and I see like all the fun little things they have and yeah, it just adds up really quick. All the fun, <laughs> the fun little, fun little things. things. I mean, make, makeup, sometimes, yeah. you know, makeup, um, yeah. stuff for the kids to play outside. It's not always a toy. It's a lot. I like getting cleaning stuff. That's a really big thing I like shopping for, which sounds really weird. But I like shopping for cleaning supplies, yeah. household cleaning supplies, cleaning spray, <laughs> stuff like that. Come home with a new vacuum mop every <laughs> time. Oh my God. I come you home have seven vacuums. Um, so, but it's not always things that are for me. So I think that's a reason, another reason that it caused an argument was because it wasn't always like, it wasn't like I was going out and buying stuff for myself and like spoiling myself. I was like, it's for the house. Like, how can you get upset when it's stuff for the house? I'm trying mm-hmm. to make our house better and stuff like that, even though it was, wasn't really things that we needed all the time right. in my head. It was stuff we needed, but. <laughs> and here's the thing. You might not be this person. You know, you might be much, much smarter than I am, which I, I would hope to God that there's a lot of people out there um, that is smarter than I am <laughs> when it comes to finances. But um, you might have already had some failures that you're learning from. You might just naturally be, you know, good with the finances. Um, but but I'm not. You know, so for me, um, I, I you know, I know what it takes to run a business. But my point is, um, 
you might not have these conversations, but when when we're when we're the point of doing business, the point of being an entrepreneur, right, is to hopefully this should be your point is to aside from like changing lives and impacting others and and you know there's there's tons and tons of like other like big reasons why for me um, my why has nothing to do with roofing has nothing to do with my family um, but you know the point of being an entrepreneur is to generate a level of success that is otherwise unattainable um, no limits right to to be able to create generational wealth for your family, um, you know, not just a not just a crap load of money, but just to create generational wealth, which is an unfathomable amount of money, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 to do that, you know, it takes a lot of discipline and stuff like that. I get it, but but here's the thing: when you start seeing wins and you start seeing success and you start making money, for lack of a better term. Um, your your standard of living is going to raise, um, especially whenever you see that it's not one off, that it's that it's you know sustainable, you know additional revenue being generated. Your standards of living are going to change. You know, obviously, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a startup entrepreneur or something like that, like I don't recommend like on your first year, you know, you make make a bunch of money, you go out and buy Lambos and stuff. Like that's I don't recommend that at all. Um, you know, for me. Um, my expenses are really anything that's going to continue to generate revenue. Um, you know, advertising, I brand the crap out of everything. Literally the colors of the podcast and my attire that I wear are intentionally my brand. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's my brand is what, is what provides a life for myself and all of our employees. And so the point is, um, you know, you might be super phenomenal with money. Uh, you know, whereas I'm not. So, so this conversation is more to the people, you know, the idiots like me, that that are gonna see a little bit of money and they're gonna go out and buy, you know, ten pairs of shoes, or some crap, you know. And and the thing is, is as long as you, you know, are smart and all that stuff, I'm not telling you what to do with your money and how to spend your money. That's not what this conversation is about. Um, what I'm telling you is, if you are going out. And you're buying something. I don't care if it's shoes. I don't care if it's hats. I don't care if it's cars. I don't care if it's whatever it is that that you're spending money on. And and then you're shitting on your spouse or the person you're in a relationship with for spending any money, much less money that's far less. Um, don't do that. <laughs> um, instead, either sacrifice what you're spending money on and allow them to do that. Because they're the ones sitting at home. You know, whatever the case is, and in, in, in our case, right, Sierra's the one sitting at home. You know, she, she wants to get the season passes for every fucking attraction on the planet to take the kids to. And I'm like, man, and, like, do we really need all that? Um, well, the kids, you know, you get sick of doing the same thing, right? And yeah, you get driven crazy when you're in the house all day, every day yeah. with all the kids. So as part of... As part of uh, as part of being an entrepreneur, I mean, in my mindset, what I changed in my mindset is, is, okay, well, I just need to figure out how to generate more revenue to account for what she wants, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So, so, but, but it's, it's very real to have, um, like the, the, the money, the bills, the stress, all that other stuff. 
All right. Um, had a had a little interruption there. <laughs> had a That's little one right there camera, for so. you. Yeah, yeah, real life. Uh, one of the kids are homesick, so yeah. they decided to kind of roll up and see what we're doing. He was bringing me a flower, so right. you can't get mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had to pause it for a second. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so so the point is, you know, the, having the stress of 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 money having the stress of bills you know that's astronomically uh real you know and and whether especially when you're growing right so like we're in the scaling phase so we're we're continuing to grow so our bills are growing more and more and more so just because we see these revenue in the, in the account you know we're like super stoked but um we know that it's pretty much gone mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got to use it for the growth yeah. but um but that's a big thing that's a big thing you know arguing about money and Gosh, I can't imagine how many, I mean, I, I don't know the stats, but I know that it's pretty significant about the amount of marriages that fail as a result of, you know, arguing because of money problems. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, communication, you know, is, is key um, and being forgiving. You know, it really just depends on, you know, like in our situation, I know that she's a stay-at-home mom. She doesn't have the ability to go out and generate her own revenue. But she takes care of the kids in the house to allow me to go out and, you know, generate as much revenue as possible. Um, so, you know, who, who am I to, you know, stop her or limit her, at least yell at her or argue with her about, you know, decisions she's making whenever I make my own decisions all day. Um, you know, and, and that's another huge topic too, as far as decisions. Like I don't, you know, money and bills are scary. Um, your investments grow as you grow. You know, I, I remember um, calling her one day um, from a parking lot of an event that I went at, and um, they were talking about a particular training program and uh, how I was super excited. I think the most, you know, I was still to the penny um, doing addition and subtraction on exactly what our monthly expenses were in the business. Yeah. And, and then I call her and I said, hey, I want to, I want to do this training. Um, you know, some friends of mine have done it, and and they're like showing massive success. So, I want to attribute it to that, and I want to do this training. And it's it's forty thousand dollars, and like by a long shot, the most that we've ever invested um, into any kind of training or anything like that for the company. And um, you know, I'm I'm sure it's kind of it's foggy uh, thinking back that far, but I'm sure that. She had some questions. I'm sure that I don't know how she initially felt, um, but I, um, but you know what? What did you initially think? What do you remember? Um, I remember being like uh, obviously nervous because I didn't get to see what you saw that convinced you that this training program is that would would be something good for us. So I remember being nervous, but. I also remember thinking, if you truly believe that this is something that's going to help our company, then I trust you. And I, I didn't even think twice about it, really. I, I figured he knows what's best for this company. He wouldn't, hopefully, he wouldn't ever do anything to like yeah. fully jeopardize. Show, shows what she knows. <laughs> the livelihood of our family, no. But um, it was obviously nerve wracking. But I knew that that. That you're smart. I've always trusted your decisions. So, yeah. <clears throat> and that's a big that's a big thing too. Is um, just like Terrence and um, Tiffany talked about 
um, mm -hmm. trusting the decisions that the, the, the bread maker is yeah. making, basically, and um, not questioning every single thing and, and just being supportive. Yeah. Well, and I think it boils down to, like, in terms of the trust, like, your history. Yeah. Right? Your, your track record, we'll say. Um, you know, regardless of what phase I was at in my life, in my professional career, I, I always figured it out. It doesn't matter, you know, what the circumstance was. Um, I always figured it out. And, and, and that's part of, you know, being, you know, that's, that's a huge part of success is just, just don't ever give up, right? As long as you never give up, you know, you're bound to figure it out. So, um, you know, always just keep pushing, pushing forward for it, you know, and, and, and since then, I mean, we've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into training and, mm -hmm. and, um, it's still scary each time, yeah. you know, writing this check, it's still scary each time. Um, but you know, like she says, you know, I, uh, I just don't ever give up, you know, and, and I've never, I've, I've never given her a reason to think, um, that, I'm going to jeopardize everything. Yeah. And, and we've never fail. gone without, we've right. never, you know, we've, right. we've never had to go without anything. He's always made sure we have food and fridge and a roof over our head. So that's, yep. that's why I trust the decisions you make. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and that might be, you know, maybe, maybe you have given somebody a reason to, um, question your decisions. And, and, and I think that's just like uh, an internal thing that you need to, to work on, you know, it's, it's, um, communication is, is very important. And from my side of it, you know, I, I can easily say, well, just trust me. You know, I've, I've always figured it out before. Don't worry about it. You know, at the same time, I want to say like, I value her opinion. You know, if she really thinks that something is stupid, um, or a bad decision. Um, and I may have listened to her once or twice in, re in that regard, there's tons of times where I didn't <laughs> or I'm just like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and more than likely we probably had some pains, maybe a little bit of suffering because of it, but you know, nothing, nothing was unsolvable. Life changing. Yeah. yeah. You know, so from my perspective, it's easy, but from, from her perspective, like, I guess, so what, are you one that wants to be involved in knowing, do you just want to know? Do you want to, do you want to be part of the decision making process? Um, do you not care? Do you um, just fully trust what they're doing? Or? Yeah, like no, I'm asking you. Oh, <laughs> like, I thought what, you were saying like to no, like what do you, what do you, um, um, so that people can relate to you. I like knowing definitely. I don't. But not to the point where like you need to tell me before you do it, and I need to make and I make sure it's okay, or you're making sure it's okay. Yeah, like permission. So yeah, pretty much. I just like to be in the know. Yeah, yeah. like hey, I'm gonna go buy a new truck. <laughs> That's yeah. why this money is going out of the account. Like yeah. stuff like that. I, I like to know, but not because you need my permission. Good. All right, I passed that test. <laughs> just the other day, I was like, hey, by the way, I bought another truck. I um, like, okay. <laughs> and it's really just let her know because it's gonna sit in the driveway until it gets wrapped, and so. Um, I know if he's doing it, it's for yeah. a reason, <laughs> so. you know, and, and so my, and I guess I, I can have an opinion on that. So, and that's fine. That's, that's what works for us. And that's what we've identified that we want to do. Right. 
Um, the thing is, is if you are somebody who you want to be a part of it, the decisions, and you want to hear about it before it happens, not so much to, for them to ask permission, but for them to like present it to the board of husband and wife, right? Or boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever you are, um, you know, and, and have that conversation and, and make the decisions together. I think that's fine too. Um, but if you're both involved, um, I would think that you both have to be involved into the company. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. This is just my opinion. If you if you're a spouse and you're not involved in the company by choice, like if you don't want anything yeah. to do with it, then you like shouldn't. if you if you listened to episode one, you had that you had that upfront conversation with each other and um, you know communicated clear expectations of the roles that you're each taking, and one person doesn't want to be involved, Just hands off, yeah, or or like wants to be involved very very little, like basically not an operator of the company. Um, like Sierra, like I, Sierra, I would say is involved in the company, but she's not an operator. Um, meaning she likes to do all the fun shit. Second, <laughs> something gets hard. She's out, <laughs> you know, but, um, she likes to do all the fun shit. So, but you know, that being said, if you, if you're one of those people that are, that are not involved or don't want to be involved, or you want to, you want to play the mom role or, or the dad role, whatever the situation is, you want to, you want to be not plugged into the company. Um, that's cool, but I don't, in my opinion, I don't really think that you, being in the know is cool, um, but like having, you know, maybe, cons, you know, consultation, um, you know, which hopefully your spouse will do anyway, if it's like a major decision, like, hey, I'm going to drop 150 grand and, yeah. and or, or 40 grand, I'm going to drop 40 grand on this training, like I did, um, you know, I called her and talked to her about it, because it was scary for me, yeah. and I needed somebody to, but in terms of like buying a truck, like I'm not going to ask her when I got to buy a truck. Maybe. I guess it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. But not like, hey, can I buy a truck? Or like, we really need a truck. We can benefit from this. Like, she's like a superior. It's more or less like, like, hey, like, given given circumstances, like, you, like I think we should hire somebody and we got to buy a new truck for this role. Like, you know, what do you think? Um, or I'll just do it because I got to do it anyway. So I think I think that's it. But if you're involved in the company, sure. You know, as long as communication, boom, communication, up, like, thing. hugest yeah. thing. You have to communicate up front. You know what your expectations are, what what your roles are, you know, and 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 who's how the decision making process for those big things are gonna are gonna go down. Yeah, because um, it's it it could cause problems if you you know say I don't want to be involved in the company. It's your thing. I'm gonna raise the kids or whatever. I'm gonna do my thing. You run the company, but then when a big decision is made and you get upset because you weren't involved in that. You know, you gave up that. Right. That The role to yeah. have a, a say in it when you said that you didn't want to be involved in the company. So um, definitely just communication. Because um, obviously as a husband and wife, you still need to talk about things like that. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just about finding, finding out your own, figuring out your roles and um, just talking about it is the biggest thing so that there's no... Confusion, no resentment, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so, definitely. I mean, making sure, I mean, just communication is the king of everything. Yeah. Um, everything just boils down. I mean, we can literally end up every episode on, you know, improve your communication with one another. 
Yeah, and it's but something that we're still working on too. It's something yeah. that we could probably talk about every episode that we're yeah. going through right now. Like, yeah. oh, well, we could have done this this way. Or like now, I got a friend who's like, you need to apply pressure into your life, and he wants he's trying to tell everybody to buy a damn boat. I'm gonna buy a boat. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I need a fucking boat. And so now I'm talking to her, and like, that's like I'm last like, night. Oh, yeah, we're doing. So we started 75 hard um, together, and um, again, and. We're walking around last night, and it, so pressure. When I say pressure, I mean um, pressure and consistency are are two things that are hugely important. I think for any entrepreneur, period. Um, and um, pressure is, you know, you don't want complacency. You don't want, you know, say you're making money, your bills are are chilling. You know, you're paying your bills, whatever. Um, you don't want to. Um, you want to apply pressure to where you always have a sense of urgency and pressure to do better and grow, you know, next time. And um, consistency, obviously, you have to be consistent in everything that you do. So the they're just saying, hey, you know, you're making some money. Cool. Um, buy a boat. You know, get a boat payment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, add some pressure to your life to where you got to make even more money. And and it's funny. So I'm, we're walking around last night on our on our night walk and um been 75 hard and I was talking to her and I was like I was telling her that story how funny it is yeah like you know Terrence trying to get everybody to buy a boat and blah 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 and then um I was like so and I was even talking about like we used to want a pontoon boat and I was like ah but then like what's fun about sitting on a couch out in the water like you know like I, I can do that like jumping off swimming whatever whatever I can do that with like a wave runner um but I can do more fun stuff with a wave runner and at the end of the conversation, I was like, so, so I'm buying a, wa a wave runner. <laughs> so, um, TB. Coming. yeah, but you know, um, I, I think just communication and that's kind of what we do is we, we joke around of it, out of it. You know, part of it is I, I in, in no way, shape or form had that conversation and said that to gauge her reaction. It was just, it was just something funny that happened and me just being a dumbass. Well, I'm buying a wave runner, but the funny part is, down the road. Tell me that you bought a wave no, runner. No, no, no. <laughs> down the road, if I do buy a wave runner, I will think back at when I told her, and even though it wasn't intentional to find out her reaction, I will think back to that time and go, "Well, she didn't like freak out she about it." So, because I try to justify it <laughs> in my own head, you know. But um, remember, I told you I was going to buy one. I just got to find a. We were walking through the parking lot. Yeah, I told. I you. just got to find a way for to 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 explain to her articulate that it will generate revenue <laughs> and uh and then go for it but but no i i think you know to 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 wrap it up you know the 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 biggest thing one of the biggest things that we've had conversations about is is money um you know her not being involved in the business doesn't she doesn't see the expenses of the business she doesn't see all that stuff um you know kind of like shared accounts like if you don't have a shared account or whatever um I know all of the money that's going to come in and out of the business, and um, and she doesn't. Um, so since I know that, I know what I can spend. And if I spend something, um, it's not fair to her if whenever she goes to spend something, and I don't mean buying a boat, I mean... $67 at fucking CVS on some candy and junk. You know what I mean? That I should not be bitching at her about that. 
after I just spent, you know, $500 on shoes or whatever. Um, it's just not, it's not, it's not fair. Um, you know, and it's not right. And it's, it's, it took a while for that concept to, to happen. And I think that it's something that we still work on, but, um, it's just shifting your mindset. Like for me, what it was was shifting my mindset of like, well, I just got to, you know, generate enough revenue to where it doesn't fucking matter where I don't see where I don't pay attention to it. I don't see it. Um, it's not on my radar, but of course, when, when the time comes towards the end of the month and you get your bills for your business, you're going to look at that. You're going to look at what you're in your account and you're going to go, Oh, um, so I think just making sure that you have that communication, making sure that you're on the same page and, and just identify like who's, who's the decision maker, who's, you know, how do you want it to happen? Do you want to be notified every time, um, you know, over a th certain threshold of, ex you know, money, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, and, and just staying, staying tight with the communication. So, um, that being said, um, we can certainly wrap this up. Um, one thing I wanted to give you a little sneak peek about is, um, another big topic, and we're going to talk about this next episode, so make sure that you tune in, is uh, doing things together. Finding time to do things together. The importance of it. Date nights. Um, you know, we're religious by them. Um, you know, again, we have five kids at home. This may be, you might have no kids. This might be super easy for you, <laughs> aside from the time of the business. Um, but making sure that you're setting aside time to do things, one, with your family, with your kids, and then two, um, you know, with your wife on a regular basis, a consistent regular basis. Um, you have to keep your, your family life normalized. You can't, uh, and important, you can't, I get you can't sacrifice the business, but you, you certainly can't sacrifice your family. Yeah. Um, and there is no such thing of a balance. That's one thing we're going to talk about next episode. There is no balance. Um, it's just time management. So Figuring it out. Fitfo. Figuring it out. Yep, <laughs> Fitfo. Core value. Look at that. <laughs> See her involvement? She catches on. Yep. So, um, yeah. So make sure you tune in next time. And uh, until then, like I said, if you have any questions or topics you want to hear us talk about, um, you can email them over to questions at uncensored.com. Uh, but other than that, have a phenomenal rest of your day. Push P. Yeah, push P. Turn me up. Turn me up, P. Uh, putting us in a paddock in my piece. I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my P. We don't want no peace. Got a spot across the spot. Just for peace. Drop the data, now we plant. Exotic peace.